three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Good evening, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. This is the Real Pineapple. This is your humble host, Hunter, here. Hope you guys are having a great uh, end of your evening and uh, end of your weekend. Hope you guys all had a good Thanksgiving as well. Uh, So, I'm going to do a quick review of this movie, Knives Out, which, oh man, so we normally go full spoilers on the podcast, but... I really am going to dance around a lot of things in this movie because everyone, and and I'll just get this out of the way now, go see Knives Out. It is absolutely amazing. Uh, It's directed and written, of course, by uh, Mr. Ryan Johnson, who, of course, uh, did a little movie recently called Star Wars The Last of Jedi, which if you have not listened to a review of, you should. But Colin was a big fan of it. I thought it was all right. I didn't love it. I don't feel the the stain that some people do, but I remember being just kind of going like, eh, all right, that exists, cool. But and I think if anything, what the Last of Jedi taught us is that, and I would kind of think about someone like Gavin Hood in the sense where Gavin Hood, of course, did X Men Origins Wolverine, and then ended up doing Ender's Game, which was a far superior film. And, you know, you look at someone like Aang Lee, who did that Hulk movie, which, while I don't hate it, I don't think it's a good movie. And then, of course, has gone and do stuff like Life of Pi that's been way better. Ryan Johnson just may not be a blockbuster sort of guy. And and there's nothing wrong with that. He might just be a more more indie film-style kind of filmmaker. And this feels very much in his wheelhouse. This is a very, I don't want to say basic whodunit, but one thing I love about this movie is that, first off, the narrative style, the way it's told, we're following uh, Daniel Craig, who, I gotta say, too, uh, the the sequel, or the sequel, the uh, trailer for the new Bond film comes out on Wednesday, but Daniel Craig has kind of gone this almost uh, Matthew McConaughey route, where it seemed like he was doing stuff that I just went... Dude, I'm not crazy about this. He did Dreamhouse and Cowboys and Aliens in the same year. I remember really thinking, dude, what are you like? What are you doing? It seems like Daniel Craig is really kind of starting to go ahead and um, enjoy smaller roles or, or uh, movie, uh, smaller films. Uh, of course, this is his last go round coming up uh, next year, James Bond. But if he's going to start doing stuff like this on a more consistent basis, oh my god, please. Because, and I don't know if this was intentional or not, but the the accent that he's using for Benoit Blanc, it's very similar to Joe Bang and Logan Lucky. And I love Logan Lucky. That was one of my favorite films that year. So getting basically a really smart Joe Bang uh, who's better dressed, that's awesome. I'll, I'll watch that movie all day. So seeing Daniel Craig in this made me really happy. And the cast in this is just, it's a who's who of, oh my god, I love that person. Or, oh my gosh, I'm not familiar with that person, but I've seen them and stuff. Uh, uh, Lakeith Stanfield, he's in this. And this is a, you know, we talk about 
black actors and actresses, you know, we, you know, you got Denzel, Morgan Freeman, people like that, but you know, they're they're getting up there, so it's it's very much that question of who's next. Uh, this brother's next. He plays Lieutenant Elliot, and he was in one of my favorite films of last year. Uh, Sorry to bother you. He was great in that, and uh, he was also, of course, in Selma. And I thought he was great in there too. It's really great to see him. Oh, and he's in uh, Uncut uh, Uncut Gems, which I uh, have not watched yet. But uh, and of course, if you haven't watched the show, he's Darius on Atlanta, and he just kills it on Atlanta. It's really cool to see. He doesn't get a lot. Of dialogue, but you do get some good bit back and forth between uh, him and Daniel Craig. Chris Evans, <laughs> oh captain, my captain, I love Chris Evans so much in this. This won't win him any awards or anything, but he is amazing in this, and it really felt like he's just embracing post-Captain America life. Like, oh, I can go ahead and be a complete and total prick in a movie and people will hopefully like me in it. Hell yeah, I'm down. Uh, him playing Ransom, he's... He, you see in the trailer where he, uh, Michael Shannon's character, uh, Walt, goes, oh, well, you missed the funeral, but you're early to the will reading. And the thing that's so great about this movie is the movie keeps you guessing. You're seeing it from Benoit's, uh, uh, Benoit Blanc, uh, Mr. Blanc, I think is what they call him in the uh, movie. You're seeing it from his point of view, but you're also seeing it from Marta's point of view, who's played by uh, Anna de uh, Anna de Armas, who she didn't look familiar to me until I started thinking about it, and I thought, oh yeah, Blade Runner 2049, that's right. Um, this is maybe, this is kind of her coming out party, because she gets to portray a lot of emotions here. There's a point she gets to be pissed off because of something that occurred earlier. Um, there is the point where she is absolutely terrified because of a, a plot point that comes up. I know I'm dancing around this, but just believe me, she's vital. And if there's a complaint I have with this movie, the movie goes a little heavy on her mom being a, uh, being a illegal immigrant. And it gets a little, it gets a little, not not preachy, but it's a plot line that I just really thought they didn't even need to really go to where they take it, and I'll just kind of leave it at that. Um, really wasn't needed, and kind of irritated me how it was brought up, so I, I wasn't crazy about that. Um, if there's another complaint, I would have liked a little more Jamie Lee Curtis. She plays Linda, who is the wife of a. Uh, uh, Richard, who's played by Don Johnson, and Don Johnson is great in this. He plays this absolute, um, uh, just very entitled, uh, classic old uh, rich guy. Uh, they're also Ransom's uh, parents, uh, uh, Don Johnson and Jamie Lee Curtis, and I and I love their relationship because they're having marital problems clearly, and there's a subplot with that, and but then it's very much that almost that Hollywood trope of, or just rich person trope of, oh, Ransom or our kid is clearly a menace and is not good for him to have as much freedom as he has, but we keep bailing him out when he screws up. And I I like the way that's kind of woven into the plot, and, I, and I'll leave it there. Uh, Tony Collette, I guess I love Tony Collette. Uh, she was in uh, a movie reviewed last year, uh, uh, Hearts Be Loud, and I just thought she was... Uh, awesome in it uh anytime i see her in something i always go oh 
oh yeah, cool. I, I, I get excited. So I was really happy to see her in this. And she kind of plays this, I don't want to say teeny bopper, but almost like a, uh, like, like a real housewife is the best way I kind of put it. And she's hilarious in there because she talks like very much like a valley girl. And it's very entertaining. And also makes me miss California a little bit. Uh, Christopher Plummer. Christopher Plummer is 89. I had no idea he was 89. First off, he looks great. So props to him. Um, secondly, uh, he was in uh, all, all, all the Money in the World. And I thought he was absolutely awesome in that. And of course, he's in Beautiful Mind. And I love him in that. He, he, of course, gets killed, so you don't get a lot of screen time of him, but you do get to see a lot about him in flashbacks, and it's, it's really interesting how this whole family and how they build up the hierarchy and explain that, you know, Walt runs the, uh, runs the, uh, the, the print side of things, uh, this person in the family does this, this person does that, it's, it's really interesting to watch, and I, it's it, it's interesting because with all these people, and this is just kind of a a, a function of doing a whodunit. With all the people in here, there's um, you have this guy uh, Jaden Martell who plays a uh, Jacob uh, Thornby. He's this really creepy kid who like is showing very not great uh, statistics early on. It seems like he could end up being like a like a like a peeping tom like being a real creeper down the road but you only get the fact that he's a creeper he doesn't really have a lot of dialogue and the same thing goes kind of for Catherine langford who i really do uh enjoy whenever i see her in something she gets a little dialogue more as the plot ramps up but i i would have liked to see a little more from her and it's cool seeing her off of something like uh, Love, Simon, and 13 Reasons Why. I'm really happy that she's starting to get, uh, she's getting a bigger platform through this movie. So, and I thought she was really good. And, and, and with where her character goes, you go, oh, wow, okay. The movie really does keep you guessing. And, and I realize how much I'm just dancing around stuff in this review. I want to get into it with you guys, but honestly, this is one of those times where I go, no, I really want people to go in and see this and go just in cold. Uh, the trailers do a good job of really dancing around the plot itself, uh, which made me really, ha which made me really happy because going into this, I really kind of was like, oh, I don't really know what's going to happen. If there, you'll figure out probably who the person is. Thing is though, and this is one of those classic cases where it's really not about uh, the destination; it's more about uh, the journey itself. And the journey on this is just awesome. It is a amazing crowd pleaser. Uh, the dialogue is just snippy; it's just just witty as hell. One of my favorite lines in this whole movie. Uh, or, or in this whole year is in this movie where, um, and I'm paraphrasing line, but uh, Mr. Blanc says that uh, a will reading is basically a, uh, it's, it's a, like a, it's a community theater tax return live. And I thought that was one of the funniest things I've heard all year. That had me rolling. And Frank Oz is in this as the guy who goes ahead and reads the will uh, once everyone's gathered. You do get those classic tropes of, oh, I, you know, we have to figure out who the bad guy is. Let's gather everyone in a room and uh, single everyone out one by one. You get those tropes, but they do little tweaks on them to make you go, oh, okay. 
And I will tell you, I was in a packed house when I saw this, and everyone was like, what? When, uh, how everything happened was revealed. It's a very, it's a very satisfying ending. I, I was amped leaving the theater. And if they wanted to do a sequel with uh, Mr. Blanc, I would be all about it. This would be a character I would love Daniel Craig to go ahead and revisit. I thought he was just delightful in this. And not, not, not like arrogant Sherlock Holmes, but almost like he's, like, like he's having fun figuring it out. Like, it, it's it, it's fascinating. Like, not like he's happy that the guy died, but the way he's able to break things down and just uh, articulate, but still be able to weave in and out uh, through the family to get the answers. Uh, one other complaint I did think about, Marta has this thing about her, and I won't say what it is, but they kind of use it as a plot point, and it's just kind of a weird thing as far as her moral compass it just was a little heavy-handed that I was kind of like, eh, all right. I mean, none of these things were enough to make me go, oh, I hate this now. But it was definitely enough to make me go, eh, all right. I'm not crazy about you making that decision. But Ryan Johnson, though, I mean, I'm a huge fan of Looper, as, I, as I've talked about. I like a lot of his stuff. And this might be the best thing he's done, to, to, to be completely honest. I had so much fun with it. I will definitely buy this when it comes out on, uh, on 4K. And even though you don't get as much time with each character as I personally would have liked, everyone here really did step up and bring it and really go, all right, let's, you know, this is a great uh, character showcase for some of the best actors we have in Hollywood right now. Michael Shan is one of my favorite actors and Jamie Lee Curtis just back in uh, Halloween last year um, or a year prior was uh, amazing. And Michael Shan's been some of my favorite stuff recently. You know, Shape of Water. Uh, he was great in Man of Steel. Uh, Night Night Homes, if you haven't seen that. And Chris Evans, of course, being Captain America. I kind of like him. Um, so there's a lot here to like. A couple complaints, but really nothing that's going to, I think, take away of your uh, from your enjoyment of this too much. I'll get this a solid A. I thought this was a lot of fun. If someone was like, hey, Hunter, I want to go see this. Would you, would you go with me? Yeah, I would totally go see this again. Thought this was an absolute blast, and I think people really are going to have fun with it when they do go. Um, this is, I, 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 I'm not sure how this did um, as far as uh, opening weekend, but I, I really hope this did well because it, it deserves to do well. Um, so, actually, Knives, uh, oh, okay, Knives Out got made a 42 mil uh, this weekend. Good. Good, good, hey, yeah, you know, good for them. And, oh my god, Frozen made like 126, $126.3 million. That is insane. The most ever for a film that played, uh, that played the holiday, opener or holdover. Uh, topping Hunger Games, Catching Fire, which was $109.9 million. That's insane. But, good, good for Ryan Johnson. Good for the cast of Knives Out. I'm happy this did well. $41.7 million. I'm assuming the budget on this was probably nothing so so hey good good for them happy Ryan johnson um i'm just trying to look up the budget of this real quick 40 mil so sorry you made it to budget back so you know good for them uh hopefully get more mr blanc moving forward but guys knives out what you think 
uh, let me know what you thought in the comments below. You can go ahead and follow yours truly on the Twitter at jhunterrealpineapple. You can follow Scott on Twitter at nearmanthefirst. You can follow Colin on Twitter at therealoneal. And you can go ahead and uh, hit that like, share, and subscribe button. Uh, go ahead and you can follow us on... Uh, oh my gosh, I'm trying to go through all the, uh, all the things. Uh, you can follow us on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher Radio, and Spotify at The Real Pineapple. Go ahead and hit that like button or that follow button. Make sure you are first to know about our reviews as they come out. And guys, please don't forget to follow our sponsor, Stad Guy Studio, on Instagram. That's S T A D T G E I S T dot studio. And use that code REALP2019 for 10% off your order, what you know about it. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. We've got uh, a lot coming up this month. We're going to have reviews up this month for The Irishman. We're going to have a review up for Just Mercy. We're going to have a review up for Marriage Story. We're going to have a review up for... Uh, uh, oh my gosh, we're trying to think of all this, uh, all this stuff. Uh, we, we, we've got a lot coming down the pipeline. We are also going to do our first ever Christmas film series. So we'll have reviews up for Die Hard, uh, which is... Great. Uh, Home Alone 1 and 2, along with The Nightmare Before Christmas and The Grinch, the uh, latest version, the uh, Illumination one, as well as a review of the classic uh, Grinch cartoon. Uh, that'll all be coming out this month before Christmas. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for your support. Uh, we do this for you guys. Go ahead and uh, let us know if there's any Christmas stuff that I didn't just mention that you want to have us review. Thank you so much, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Take care.